Nick is fresh out of the office. How are fresh we? out of the office. I'm good. I literally pulled into the driveway because you said, do we have a Nick Gervasi or a Nicholas Gervasi? And I wrote, I'm pulling into the driveway. And and then he said, welcome home, Donna, meaning my car. And I was going to respond. She just flashed you um, like with her headlights because I don't know if I was watching cars the other day with um, with Claire, but we were with a two year old and we didn't realize this back then. We when we were watching it like as kids, but Lightning McQueen, there's like two like fans. They flash their headlights at him and he's like, oh. Oh, interesting. And I never I never got that at the time. Adult jokes by Disney. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's do adult there's... jokes by point of view. <laughs> there's a I just want to say since we brought up cars, there's a road near me. I don't know if the roads near you in your town do all of their construction in the summer, but in there's a road near me that honestly looks like Lightning McQueen's first paving of radiator springs and it feels just like that and it's awful yeah my neighborhood honestly (laughs) we're the only neighborhood in marshfield i swear to god that hasn't been paved like six times it hasn't been paved once since i've been here that's wonderful does donna been uh acclimated well to the oh yeah she has four she has four wheel drive does she have friends all wheel drive uh yeah your your car my car they're like brothers only closer I can't say my car's actual name because it's part of my license plate, but uh, Bleep and Donna are friends. <laughs> I love that. I saw something wild the other day driving. Please share. Uh, it was the that sounded worst in- thing. Genuine. No, no, it was the worst thing I've ever seen on the road. Um, there were two lanes going the same direction, and then there was an island, and there were another two lanes on the other side of the island going the opposite direction. And we were at a red light, and the guy in front of me went over the island, drove into incoming traffic, and then went around and took the right that he was going to take had he just waited in line. So he essentially just went around the, the light. What the heck? But drove into—he uh, was either—I literally, I was talking to coworkers about this. He either was robbing a bank or had a severe <laughs> medical emergency or the third option was on something. Because I've never, there was a, like an 18 wheeler coming at him, and he literally, I don't know. Jeez. All to get did around check, the red light. Did you check your local news to see if the story was on there? No, I was going to Chipotle. Oh, that's important. I checked my burrito bowl instead. Mm hmm. Sure. Only 600 something calories. <laughs> don't calorie count. That's not fun. Don't, don't, not fun. don't, don't do that. It's, it's bad for the morale. My f- it is, but my face is getting huge. I saw pictures of myself. Oh, it's not Time King. Shut up. I've no, seen my. Not. I saw pictures from. I saw pictures of myself from um, senior year during quarantine, and I was like, "Oh my god, your face is just as round and cupable as always. Just you know, like right into the palm of your hands, it fits. You know." Now King's saying his weird shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I um. I look like Roly Poly. Have you seen Roly Poly? Roly Polioli. Of course, I love. I love well, Roly Polioli. What was that show about? Um, it was about these little robot kids and their robot dad and mom, and they lived in their little robot world, and they also had spaceships. And they had friends that were squares. What were their names? Squarey, squareyeryery. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Roly Polioli is a squarey. Yeah. Yeah, do you remember Ubi? Someone brought that up on a work call the other day. That's where you lost me. Was it Ubi would, and Roly Poly Oli? 
No, they oh. were. It was like a short in between shows, and it was just hands with eyes. Did it start with kids going "Ubi"? Yes, it did. Oh well, I just pulled that out of my ass, so <laughs> I guess you, I should write remember for children's that? shows. No, wait, did you I, really? I literally, oh. yeah, just hire me on Sesame Street. All right. All right, maybe a little bit of malarkey. Um, <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of which, our president no longer has COVID. <laughs> yeah. Right. Some some late night talk show host made a joke and said our, the president no longer has COVID, so he can rush quickly right back to falling off his bike. Ah, uh, yeah, he yeah. did do that. Brunch. Here we go. We're full of the comedies. I had a dream. Speaking of late night hosts, I had a dream that the other night that Harry Styles and Stephen Colbert died. Wow, what I an don't interesting know duo. Yeah, it was weird. Were they together? But in the dream, they separate events. I don't even know. I just read it on the news, and I was like, oh, I was just listening to his music, and he was on tour. Um, And then I think the weirdest part was Stephen Colbert was actually Jimmy Kimmel. Mm. But his name was Stephen Colbert. Yeah, how dreams just, like, take parts of reality and just run with it. Sure. They just weave things in that don't really make sense. Yes. I've Um, been told that in dreams, have you been told, or not been told, but have you heard this too, that in dreams, the people that you see are always people that you've seen at some point in real life. Like, whether your subconscious subconsciousness knows them or not, it's just people... Yeah, I don't know. It's just anyone in your dream is someone that you've seen at some point in your life when you're waiting. Well, that would make sense. Yeah, that would make sense because you can't, like, dream up a person, right? Well, take features I feel like people. creativity, though. Aren't our brains creative? Imagination. Well, yes. <laughs> yes, but I think, it, I think it pulls from, in the same way, in the same way that, I don't know if you know, do this, I mean, not know. I don't know if you do this, but when I'm reading a book, like, the character's house is always a house I've been in. Yes? Like, Harry Potter lived in my cousin's house on my dad's side, and I barely see them. Oh, interesting. See, I've been in, like... Say we're to keep it with Harry Potter. I've been in, say, like Hogwarts because I've seen it on TV. Well, that too. Yeah, Hogwarts is Hogwarts on in my <laughs> mind because I had seen the movies. But before I had gotten, I guess, to the Hogwarts part, I had read the part about the house and I saw that as my cousin's house. Your cousin's house. Very random because I'm rarely, the, I don't think I've been there in like 10 years at least. Sure. Well, Webkins were popular the last time I was there. <laughs> That's a throwback. A throwback well. and a half. Well, welcome to episode two in our little work series, I guess, unofficial work series, right? We decided we're going to yes. make a series of this. Yes, which next week, hopefully, we'll have your cousin on, who is an HR um, 
what would you call her representative? What's her official title? Do you know? Sure. I don't have her official title on me, which I probably should so that we can market this episode properly. But I'll say HR representative for her company. Basically, she's in charge of, or not in charge of, but usually involved in the hiring and the firing processes of within her company. So I think it would be nice to talk with her about well, the hiring process, but I think it'd be even more juicy to talk about the firing process. True. I <laughs> talked about that. I had an HR course. I had an HR course and we went over how to fire someone and I was like, I will never, ever be in a position where I can fire someone. Is there a science to that? Like, is it just like, let them down easy? Is that the class? The class or the... I honestly, I was too like involved in like the juiciness of it and also like... <laughs> the drama. I don't, so I don't even remember. Um, also the teacher that taught this class said harassment, so I don't know if we can take it too serious. <laughs> Instead of Not, harassment? Yeah, so I don't know if we could take the lesson on firing too seriously. Um, but anyways, that's besides the I think the, point. the way that you do it is how Sean Hayes does it in The Cat in the Hat. Oh, I, I heard Sean and I was thinking like campus men Sean for a second. I was like, that's not his last name, but no. go off. I no. was like, I don't. Do you remember Mr. Humperflub? Yes. From yes. Cat in the Hat. You're fired, yes. you're fired, you're fired, you're fired, you're mm-hmm. fired. You're... The fact that they zoomed in on his lips and probably for a full minute just let him go, fired, you fired, you fired, was just, ah. Uh, yeah, it's he... like a duh at the yeah. end. Fired, duh. And then he quickly, all, all the Purell, all the yeah. hand standing. He was, he was ahead of his time. Way ahead of his time. He was prepared for the pandemic years before the pandemic even was a thing so next week we're going to talk about hr and like what companies look for a little bit that's part of hr i would assume as as people that hire and as people who say you know you don't got it see you later um (laughs) and tell them tell you to kick rocks um but today i wanted to talk about what we look for in a company um we can talk about i think the juiciest part of this of course we'll be talking about supervisors um, not specifics, of course, but you know, if you know, you know, um, and also just like what you look for when you're applying to jobs, what you'd like to see in the companies that you work for now, that type of stuff. So it might be a shorter episode. It might not, you know, we can talk for a long time. So I want to ask you first, how do you want to start? Do you want to talk about, well, can I start with giving an update? Cause I don't know if I said this the other day when we recorded the other episode, but I interviewed on monday and got another offer and so now i have three offers on the table and i get to make an informed decision so hopefully by the end of this week we're recording on a wednesday is today wednesday by the end of this week i will know what my life looks like for the foreseeable future now well, well, i don't phrase it like that but you know well at least where my career will be <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, and that's really exciting because a big theme of the first year of episodes has been what do you want to do with your life? What am I doing with my life? What do I want to do? It's like we were kind yeah. of in limbo. So it's wild that now we both are going to have positions and not know what we're doing, you know? It's also kind of interesting, I think, to reflect a little bit that a year ago when we did our first episode, you were saying, I've been doing a lot of interviews and I'm trying to figure out what my job's going to be. And now you've been yes. at your job for almost a year. And I just went through that process around the same, I started it around the same time that you did. And I'm getting a new job around the same time you did. And 
I feel like that makes sense. I feel like people, I don't know, a year after graduating kind of collect themselves and figure out, okay, this is, it's been a year. What have I learned? What, if, where do I want to be? And I don't know, re realign their goals and figure things out. I don't know. I, I just find it interesting that in a way my journey has kind of mirrored yours because you being a, a year older than me. I, yeah, I mean, I guess now that I think about it, I guess that would kind of make sense just given the fact that there's one year difference and like, you know, I, I didn't, not even that it makes sense. It's interesting. Yeah. You had a year of like, you know, figuring out, I had a year of figuring out, yeah, we're doing, we're really doing this. The point of do method. Um, <laughs> we should really market it on purpose, honestly. Oh my God. Wait. And then we have to put this in afterwards, but side note from the episode. I was watching America's Got Talent last night with my parents. Oh, yes. And yes. there was a whole section of the episode. It was, I think, titled Auditions 8, where Terry Crews, the host, and Simon Cowell went back and forth about if you were fruit, what fruit would you be and why? So I just want to say I want to reach out to America's Got Talent and see if we can collab or anything. I don't know if anything will come out of it, but, you know, why not? Because it's been our thing for a year, so really they need to get in line. True. Let's look alive. <laughs> let's look let's alive, look alive and come up with our own material. All right, let's get our um, legal team together, shall we? Yes. <laughs> Dan, get in there. Um, all right, so... <laughs> our friends. That's part that, of like, a producer's job. Our friends that, like, want to be lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Santino, get in there. He will not want to be. He's becoming a lawyer. Well, we should um, get him. We should get Ryan's brother, Gavin. He's in law school as well. We should get... Uh, God, I love that for him. We should get Maraid's friend, Sarah. She's also wants to be... Is an aspiring lawyer. And potentially another one of her friends, Megan. Wow, Maraid actually knows a lot of potential lawyers. She's covered. Yeah. We, we should build a legal team. That could be fun. <laughs> I... I, I... I hesitate to say this because I don't want to get sued. He is a lawyer. But you know what commercial irks me in just ways, speaking of pet peeves, I should have said this. The Barry Feinstein. Oh, my god! You know gosh. what I'm talking about? Yes. Where he turns around and, like, crosses his arms. What is that? If this is a local lawyer. I don't know. What is, the, what is, he, what is his field? I think it's, like, if you're injured on the job or something yes like workers comp and my favorite part yes. of that it's a it's a shoddily put together local lawyer and he, it just my favorite part is he's being interviewed and it's clearly the t channel 25 near us and the microphone is nearby and it, they must be interviewing him after he came out of the courthouse and they just put like probably two second sound bites from that in the beginning of the ad and then two second sound bites at the end of the ad and he's just like we went to the superior court, we seek damages, and then it cuts off, and there's more, like, ridiculousness. That's and then it's just like, we'll be prosecuting this as far as we can, and, and then it's like, Barry Feinstein, here's my number. Yeah, and he, but the part that gets me is he turns around, like, at the camera and crosses his arms and gives, like, a very angry look, and it's like, what is this? They just, he just updated it. That commercial had been out for years, <laughs> and he just updated it, and Barry's getting gray. We're getting so sued. <laughs> We're getting That's we're giving was, him free free advertising though, so I don't know why we would be sued. Because is it bad ad? Is any publicity bad publicity? Exactly, we're it's all find good. Out. 
We're going to find out. But, yeah. He's about to sue us. We're going to be in his next commercial. Let's talk about... Um, Wait, hold on. Another oh, another okay. side note. <laughs> okay. I, I just, love this. This has been great. Let's just document this right now. I, as we were putting together our quote-unquote legal team, I feel like it would be a fun episode to create, like, teams. So it's like... If, if, I don't know, we need a medical team, who do people we know in our personal lives as well as celebrities that we want to like choose to be on that team? Like it's kind of similar to the Harry Potter house thing or whatever, yeah. but I feel like that'd be fun to be like, okay, we're going to be enter like a, a, a pickup basketball league. Who's going to be on our team out of people we know and people, I don't know, or, or just celebrities who would want to go go. I feel like that could be fun. We could cut this out. Yeah. But. No, that that was let's it's it's a job. It's jobs. It's a job. This podcast, it's a job. No, it not. It's, it's a, a it's a it's a passion project it's that a passion we spend project. time on. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna untuck my shirt because I'm sweating. Welcome, um, welcome home, King. Yes, untuck thanks, your shirt. Thanks. Get comfy. Thanks. You know what my that. thing is in my routine. I just take my belt off immediately. Yes. Um. So. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> I, I want to see you pivot. Yeah, I forget how we got there, but I am the master of pivoting. So, speaking of getting there, <laughs> I drove to work today in Donna, who we already talked about, okay? So, Donna's outside, but I got in my car, drove to work, and realized it is my one-year anniversary on August 2nd. And I got there. And Your now, one-year anniversary at the company? Yeah. Oh, it took me a while to get there. Sorry. <laughs> That's exciting. That's all right. Justin's pulling in now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's um, so exciting. Do you get anything? Yeah. Do you get a bonus? Do you get a raise? <laughs> my my supervisor's taking me out to lunch for our lunch break. Oh, that's great. And the company's paying for it. Yeah. And that's, that's how we started, too. That's how we started. And Except that's when I looked at her and said, I'm waiter. not a Vegas... No, I wasn't. Oh, well, that, no, that was a different, that was how I, you know, first learned of the company. But on my first day, she took me out to lunch. And that was when I said inappropriately, I'm not a Vegas guy, but I went to Vegas. Um, and that's how I got my last internship. Um, and she, well, I was like, this is going to sound so inappropriate. And that was how I started it. So her eyes were like, oh God, I made the wrong decision. Um, and then I was like talking about that. And she was like, no, that's cool. This was on your first day of work. Yes, this was on my, this was at lunch. I love that. We went to the Stoneforge, which is very similar to the um, British Beer Company where I used to work. Um, Are we going to shout them out now? Because you no yeah, longer we can work for them? They, yeah, I no longer work for them. Big reveal, guys! <laughs> where Nick, went, where Nick yeah. worked for years and yeah. where Bridget and Claire shat on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all did. Well, we all, we all love it. Like, we all loved it, no, but we didn't. all shat on it. You didn't shat on it. No, we did. We did. Well, um, let's, but honestly, as much as we've been off topic, we've been on topic because we've been talking about jobs and that's what a podcast is. I feel like, I feel like it's a lot of, you know, going stream of consciousness. But what I was going to say is thinking about, you know, my one year, I've been thinking about like what I want in my second year there and what I like about the company, what I would change in the company. I'm actually going to be on a panel, um, not a panel, but going to a meeting that's internal um, with different employees uh, that will be like, what do we want the company culture to become moving forward? And I'm going to be a part of that. Unfortunately, it's going to prevent me from going to the Dallas Chromatica Ball, but that's okay. I have the Boston one. Um, Were you going to the Dallas one initially? I was, I was, I might've, um, but it had me thinking, what do I want to see change? 
And then, obviously, I started getting it when we brought in the HR part of the conversation. I was like, let's talk about also, like, what we like in terms of supervisors, which is, that's a big, we've, Justin and I have spent many a night with a bunch of other friends talking about supervisors in a basement at two in the morning. And I won't name what company. Um, <laughs> there's someone who listens who will find that funny. Um, Just one person. Who was... In a way, in a way, our supervisor. If those walls could talk. They'd scream. <laughs> but I loved them. Same, I feel like that's any job, though. You love to hate it. Yeah. Right? Although yeah. I do like the company. Well, I don't know. I don't think that's every job. You love to hate okay. it. I okay. Want, you want to love to, I wouldn't say that you want to love to hate your job. I feel like you No, you don't want to. Like yeah, of course. And honestly full-time job I really do like and my part-time job right now I like both of them but to kick it off what are things that are important to you as somebody who's interviewing right now because we didn't really talk about that last time in what are you looking of a for a company or in terms of a supervisor or a company a company because you don't necessarily know your supervisor every time you're interviewing right well I was actually happily surprised in a lot of my interviews when I brought up a work-life balance and how that's important to me. And all of the companies that I interviewed, there's was interviewed with, there was not a single one that said that that was not important to them. And so, I mean, it could be because I'm going into the mental health field. Yes. That 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 just want to name that, but the, every single company said that they, they want to prioritize work-life balance and so they want to try and be as flexible as possible with hours and and, you know, if even the, all the way up to the CEOs, some companies talk about their CEOs of the company, like saying one company even said they have quote unquote CEO days where they say like, you've all been working hard. We'll take a holiday this day. Not That's take a nice. holiday. Like, obviously there's like, not everyone's going to, but like specific people, they'll, they'll just assign another, like you get another paid time off day if you want it. And right. it won't be, all be the same day, but they'll just, you know. They'll, they'll give it to you. Um, right. And I think sounds that's... Like, go ahead. I was say, sounds like private high school. Um, <laughs> the more you pay, the less you go. Yes. That was always the high school motto. That was, yep. At least my parents. <laughs> yep. My parents, too. Thanks, mom and dad. But yeah, I think that's a big thing is, is a company that obviously values you as an employee and as a professional who represents them, but also a company that can understand the humanness of life and that sometimes things come up and you, that work-life balance is important. So I think that's that's definitely one thing. And I think it's another another thing that I look for, at least in this time applying for the different jobs, is a company that there's room for growth. So mm -hmm. if and 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 growth also in ways that I don't necessarily expect it. Like not necessarily climbing the ladder, but also opportunity a company that will provide opportunities to further my professional development. Like I'm taking this job, you know, ultimately I want to go to grad school. I want to get my PsyD. I believe I said, I've said this on here, but yes. I also want to, in this job that I'm going to take, I want to be able to grow in my professional development and my experiences that I have, as well as just be exposed to a lot of different things and shadowing opportunities. And I don't know, does that make sense? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think those two. Yes, it does. Yeah, I second definitely your work-life balance. That's something that I really, really like about my full-time job is I get to leave it at the door. And I have my weekend 
or not my weekends, my weeknights free. And that's where I do a lot of my activities with friends is during the weekends. And part of the reason I like that is because I always say, like, I don't live to work, you know, like I work because so I can do fun things and, you know, you work and to also live. to live. Right, exactly. Yeah. I just didn't know if that sounded dramatic. That's why I didn't finish it that way. But that is essentially what I was going to say. Sure. Essentially, word for word, that's what I was going to say. Um, And I like that it allows me to, you know, live, you know, the way, live comfortably and then, you know, do whatever it is that I want to do after work. And that's not to say, like, I don't want to work a lot because, as you know, I work six days a week. But same thing like that's why i have this the um side job at the restaurant is because it it gives me pocket money for the week which is sure. really nice and also it's fun like i but again i i when i'm there i'm like oh like i have to go to work tonight or like uh hopefully this is my last table and stuff but i wouldn't give it up like if somebody were like do you want to give it up i would say no sure i'm gonna be there this weekend Woo! Which kind of brings to, I mean, like, it's it's a job. Yes. But it's something that you're grateful for, which brings up the fact that we didn't even say what we're grateful for. <laughs> right. But, yeah, you know. We talked for 40 minutes instead. Right. Say, say, um, it, say it in one word without an explanation. Go. Parents. Friends. All right, cool. Done. Yeah. Check that off the list. Parents and friends, you're out of here. <laughs> I, everybody turns off. No, um, I <laughs> literally <laughs> our I, audience, um, our entire audience. Yeah, yeah, and I like you mentioned grad school, and that's something that I really, really admire when people go to go to grad school. And I've said before, like I would love to like further my education, but I would want to do it. <laughs> this might be the wrong reasons, just to get more degrees and like get more like titles, accolades. I, right, I guess because the real because like honestly, I don't want to be in a prof I feel like when you go to grad school and I could be wrong about this when you go to grad school you climb the ladder obviously at your job and just or where whatever industry you go into but I don't want to be somebody who is stressed when I come home and that you know I'm not saying that's the case for everybody with grad school that goes to grad school that's I'm sure not the case but if I'm like, I, because that's the only reason I want to go to grad school is for the accolades, I need to put my, like, ego aside and be like, no, that's not for me right now, at least. It sounds I like it's not it. enough for you to consider going back to school at this moment. Right. Well, right. Just because I'm not looking for, like, I'm definitely looking to climb the ladder and stuff, but I, honest to God, like, I got my college degree, I'm in the field I want to be in, and then I have my side job, which is fun. Like, for now, as somebody who is single without kids, like, this this is good for now. And, yeah. again, like, looking towards the future when you talk about kids, like, they, they're expensive, but... Absolutely. You know. But besides work-life balance, what are some other things that you might look for in a company? I wasn't looking for this, just being completely honest, while I was interviewing, just because the pickings were so slim. When back and I'm sure they are now, I'm sure I don't know what jobs are like, but like, I don't know how hard it is to find one now. You would be able to answer that better than me. But like in 2020, nearly impossible. 2021, I got one towards the end of the year. 2022, maybe it's easier, maybe not. It could be just as hard. It could be harder. Who knows? But I really like companies that are equitable and also like mean what they say when they say, oh, we're like 
inclusive and like for example the bank i work at is a community bank and it's like we are what that means to them is it's a smaller bank than like say bank of america but it's out in the community and it's a bank for all walks of life and companies that mean that are are ones that i appreciate just because i feel like a lot of people nowadays are like oh yeah no we don't discriminate we don't do this we don't do that and it's like okay, well, would you want to do option A? Like, would you, this is just an example. Would you hire someone with blue hair? And then the company, like, is like, <gasps> I mean, you know, like, it's just sure, like, they sure. just, like, freak out. And that's just an example. But, oh, that's, as, as wild as it is, like, people dye their hair all different colors. Some people dye their hair blonde or, like, a more natural color. But it's interesting to see the companies that say that they're inclusive and then say, oh, but you can't do this, you can't do it. Like, so it's interesting to me. Obviously, being a bank, it's, you know, it's a more conservative dress code than, say, working at the restaurant. But they do. I have noticed that our HR team has really, it's it's a new newer team. A lot of the members are new, and they really have been um, trying to put into action what, what the bank says it is. And it feels authentic, and I like that. Sure. I mean, I feel, I never didn't feel welcome there, but I, I, I like what they're doing, and I like that they're hiring all different types of people. Sure. They re- they really are making an effort to do that. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. So that's that's another thing that I find important. Yeah, I think that's great. So we have work-life balance, we have an emphasis and, and kind of a follow-through on diversity, equity, inclusion efforts and yeah, kind of just make, you know, yeah, diversity, equity, inclusion efforts. And then we also have, what was the other thing that I said? I can't even remember. You said um, work-life balance and you said, oh, um, being able to grow within the yes, company growth and up the ladder. Professional development yeah. opportunities. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yes. How and bad is I, it that I can't even remember what I said? Well, you have a full year to get there. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. I, yeah, and that's something that I want to do too because I, I wouldn't feel necessarily fulfilled if I was just like the same as I was at the beginning of the year. And granted, I haven't changed a ton because it's been a year, you know. And honestly, I found for me that the first year has been learning, just the whole thing. I've definitely like gotten better at things, but there are things that I still need to work on, just like having it been my first job and that brings me to my next point unless you were going to say something else about what you look for is reviews and like how and that'll take us you know kind of it kind of merges like what we look for in a company and also like super it's going to merge us into supervisors a little bit sure so uh, do you you've said you don't take criticism well i certainly don't take criticism well um but some of the things that I am working on, because I actually just spoke with my supervisor about this, um, are, it's so interesting. One of them is attention to detail, which is funny, given that all my life I've paid attention to detail, like, to an extreme amount. Um, but it's always the stupid things, as, <laughs> as, as I've often been told. Um, so that's one thing, but also just like taking on more of a leadership role, like the marketing department's only me and my supervisor, but I would like to know the things that she does to the point that if she's out, I can step in. 
because we have we do like i i do more of like the social media overseeing that overseeing like a lot of the you know just the back and forth emails the compliance stuff we've talked about what i do but i would like to be able to take a more active role if need be um i also just realized something that i am interested in in a company um and am looking for as I get, you know, more seniority in this company is the ability to work from home because mm. right now one of my only it's not even a frustration because I don't mind the drive. My drive is like 43 minutes. But with that said, there is a office in Marshfield that I pass every morning and it's quite literally I could roll out of bed at 830 and be there at 835. And that's not an exaggeration. I wouldn't do that. Obviously, I would get ready and look presentable. But I could do that. And just the ride length doesn't bother me, but the gas definitely could would be much better without that ride. And also, that gives me back like an hour and 40 minutes of my life sure. every day. Sure. So that's something I definitely... So not even working from home necessarily. I think everybody should have the option to, just especially given the fact that people have disabilities that allow that prevent them from getting to, into work easily. I think everybody should have that ability, but I wouldn't even, I just, I know myself, I'm not great at working at home. I would get distracted. I want to just work in that office. I wonder if that's a generational thing, like you're in my generation. I think we're considered Gen Z. Yes. Or if that's a post-pandemic thing that people are thinking about. I would say that people could argue both because I, f I know that a lot of people who are older than us say that there's benefits to the office and they want to work, like, go to the office and just that they they were in that type of working environment more so than i think we are because we're still pretty naive for lack of a better phrase or, or not even naive but more more so lack of experience in the workforce but then also too i think with the you know the pandemic changed everybody's priorities and so i think a lot of people of all different generations are thinking mm, it's it is nice to work from home because i can prioritize this or prioritize that i'll admit that Working from home sometimes for me has offered me the opportunity to do some like some things on my personal agenda that I need to get done. And I'll say, well, I've been on the clock because I don't have any tasks to be doing. And I've been in right. a situation where I've been in the office and I don't have any tasks and immediate tasks that need to be done or things that I really I've just been, say, super efficient in a certain at a certain time. And instead of just sitting there refreshing my email, which I would do in the office or pretend to look busy, I can be productive in other ways. Right. That, I think, to answer your question or my thoughts on your question, is that I think it is a Gen Z thing and also very much a post-pandemic thing. I think It's both. That it's a generational it's thing. And Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but I think more so the pandemic, honestly, just because the generational thing, like a lot of like jobs that would that are available to do remotely weren't um, weren't a thing, you know, even 10 years ago, like social media jobs weren't necessarily a thing 15 years ago, we'll say. Right. Um, it's also the so ability to work remote. And we should also say, too, that we have jobs that we can afford to work remotely some like some people don't have jobs where it's impossible to work remote so that's also something like it's a it's a privilege Just that's true to note that too interestingly so my mom's a pharmacist and she works from home and i don't understand how this was a job <laughs> that was create a position at walgreens that was created during the pandemic um and she loves it 
So uh, she was promoted during the pandemic and now can work. No, she, no, she, um, she was working in the pharmacy and they made it this position remote. It was a new position anyways. Um, but they made it remote when the pandemic started. Um, and she loves it. Um, I just don't understand how she can do it from home, but she does. And it's great. Yeah. But you were talking about reviews and criticism yes. that you've got and things that you want going into yes. the second year. Yeah, so that is one thing that I need to work on just because I know myself, I am very, very scatterbrained. Like, I just, I am. Um, one thing I'm doing to, you know, kind of help that uh, is to, I just got an app. I'm going to give it a shout out. It's by one person. One person makes it, not a full company. It's called Structured. And it's a scheduling app, and I love it. I just checked, as we were recording this, I checked off record episode 47. Um, But it is, I'm loving it. And then I'm also using Teams to, I I didn't, to be honest, I didn't even know Teams had checkbox options and like to-do list options. But I have organized my tasks in a way that works for me. I'm trying it out this week uh, while my supervisor's away. Um on vacation but because we've always used teams but we just use it to like message each other to kind of have like a paper trail um sticking to calendars and softwares like that is a an issue too because i i sometimes i get like too into it it's like oh like would this be in this category or this category and then it just kind of fizzles out and i look for a fresh one but sure yeah so just organization and not in terms of like space well, space too, you know, I, you know how much I love organization, but I'm not naturally organized. Um, so that's a big one. And then honestly, that's my big one for the year and having more like overall contributions too. one thing I did this year that I was proud of was I was able to salvage all of the followers from the old bank before they merged to become the bank we are now. They weren't able to get their followers from the original bank, so they had to start fresh. Um, and that was something that they did a year before I got to the company, but I was able to essentially harass Facebook IT, um, until I was able to get back almost 2000 followers. That's great. Wow. Nice job. They were very, thanks. They were very, um, appreciative. And I was just excited that I was able to do it. I want to have more impact like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think you will as you continue to go through. Yes. I think my answer to this question is a little bit different because the way that my job works is we didn't necessarily have reviews. And I've also, I, they, they know that I'm leaving and it's, we have, we have supervision meetings. Yes. But we never, we haven't had like a year review because they just know that I'm leaving. And it's like, what would the point be? I mean, the point could be beneficial for me and beneficial for them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for the both of us, it could be for the both of us be like, okay, this is some feedback I have for you as a supervisor. And this is some feedback that you have for me as your supervisee. But mm. yeah, we didn't really have those types of things. But was it, I was just going to ask which, which job was this? This was the research job. Okay. At the hospital. Cause I was going to say, I was going to ask if it was the furniture job and I was going to say, remember he brought this to you. What? H. Yeah. <laughs> you not remember what we were talking about on the phone the other no, night? No, I don't remember. The, what, what the competing furniture bank gives at the end of the, at the end of oh, the Oh, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Remember, he brought this he to brought you. This to, it was not him. He's giving this to you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just showed a picture of Steve Harvey on camera. Um, for no reason whatsoever. Really, for no reason. Exactly. Whatsoever. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but what were you going to say? You were going to say something. Just in terms of my own growth, I feel like I've learned a lot from this job, and I've learned a lot. I think this is a unique point of view. Training my replacement for this job. I've realized how much I've learned and how much I know and how much I can actually be proud of and things that I've processes that I as you said, you you were able to salvage all of those followers. I've I pioneered processes and to make them more efficient. Way things that to be done. Like I was the first person in with the job title that I have in this role. So I kind of had to do a lot of the trailblazing and do a lot of the okay, this is how someone in this position should do this and that and whatever. And so now I'm training my replacement to do similar things. And it's been a really eye-opening experience because it's upon reflection, it's, oh, wow, I learned, taught myself how to do this or was taught to do this. And now I'm, I know it so well that I'm able to teach someone. Right. Which has been really unique. Yeah. That's a whole different thing too. It's like, if you, you can know something but you can't necessarily teach it. So if you can teach it, I feel like you really know it. That's what I've been told for study skills too when I was in school is that you don't yeah, know something unless you're able to teach it to somebody else. Yes. Like when you're which studying bring, for tests or something. Which brings us to Lady Gaga and Moya Moya. Episodes 30 and 38. And the conspiracy theories one. Yes. Oh my gosh, I forgot. I I forgot. Was that in the 40s? Hold on. I'm not going to forget an episode. I haven't done it yet. Um, that was number 43. I forget that we're already in our 40s. I can't. F- <laughs> we look good for being in our 40s. We really I'm do. <laughs> we're 47. Yes. As of today. No, yes. we're just one. We're toddling, if you will. We're not even. <laughs> but I would. I would like to talk about I feel I feel bad because I don't have a lot to contribute to the whole like review thing and what what you want to see. That's but okay. I would like to talk about the supervisors because that was actually a question that I received in my interviews was what type of supervisor do you like? What type of supervisor do you work well under? Those types of things. And I don't know. I'm trying to remember if I prepared for those questions or if I just had to do a little bit more thinking when when they were asked. But my answers were were this one. A supervisor that can obviously talk to me professionally about my how I'm doing with the job, how, give me feedback about these things. Um, I can talk to them about, uh, go to them for help. Um, they have my back. I have their back. Support like that. But also, mm. I think it's important, and supervisors that I've worked well under, is supervisors that can talk to me as a person, too. If there's a big thing that happened in current events, it's like, oh, what do you think of this? Or how are you doing because this happened? I think is important. Or if I don't look like I'm with it a specific day, someone who can pick up on that and be like, let's have a chat. What's going on? Like, just you talk, just that. check in with me, check in with me personally. You I heard that Justin good. supervisors. If he has a beard, there is something wrong. We've talked about this up on an episode <laughs> before. That? Oh, I've, I've really outed myself. Haven't I? Yeah, I mean, I did too. When I don't shave, it's usually because... Yeah, if I don't shave... I'm unwell. Yeah, if I don't shave, I'm usually stressed or whatever. Not always. I mean, sometimes I'm just lazy. 
a lot of times I'm lazy. Same. But but yeah, if I let it get too long, it's because there's something going on. But yeah, so I said that. I said mutual trust that we can start off, obviously, when I start in a new position, there's going to be a, a bit of relationship building. So the, the leash might be a little bit shorter, but then as that trust is built up, if the leash can be a little bit longer, that they trust me in doing the job and trust that I'll go to them if I have a question. I think that works really well for me. And then I think a supervisor that has really effective communication skills. Like in the past, I've had supervisors that, you know, it's, it's in today's modern working world, email is essential, right? And I've had supervisors who refuse to use email. And it's the most frustrating thing because everybody else in the organization uses email, but then my supervisor doesn't. So I have to figure out a different method to contact them and communicate things. And sometimes it's just not effective. So I think that's something that I've learned through my previous employment opportunities is I work well and and really understand the value of a supervisor that can communicate effectively. Yes, that is communication is super important in all partnerships, really. Um, Any relationship, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you look for for your supervisor? And what are some strengths? What are some areas? Well, I feel like, yeah. Well, I feel like I'm in the best position I have been to answer this question. Just, But I feel like that's always going to be the case for everybody because you've, you've never had more supervisors than you do right now, you know? like. But I look to my past supervisors to answer this question. So one thing I'm very big on is I don't like micromanaging. I've had two supervisors Mm -hmm. that have done that. One of them, I used to teach karate, so I'm not going to say who it was, but one of them would literally hover over me during a class. Granted, I was 14, 15, 16, 17, and like instruct me as I was teaching, which was not only like embarrassing, but it kind of took away my credibility in the parents' eyes and in the students' eyes in my opinion, more so in the parents' eyes, um, because a lot of the students didn't necessarily get it because they were like four, five, six, seven. Some of them did, I'm sure, because there were some older kids. But so that's micromanaging, but it's also like not respecting me. Like respect is another thing. And I feel like to have the respect to at least do that behind closed doors. Like I've had another supervisor that was a micromanager. Um, We've talked, I've talked to you about them a lot. Um, but they at least did it behind closed doors, quite literally. Um, sure. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. So, like, my current supervisor is very good about not micromanaging, uh, and I really appreciate that, because, um, she's very, like, I will say she will pick up on details that I'll be, like, you know, oh, was that, I I didn't see that as that big of a deal. And I'm saying that, you know, I'm not going to, I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, Because, but I do really appreciate that, that she, um, she doesn't micromanage. And that's something that I've really appreciated. I've had another supervisor that I've talked to a lot about that didn't do that for me, Um, did it to some others, but did not do that to me. Uh, So that's a big one for me. And also just, I don't know, I look back at, those are the two big things, honestly. Communication is important in, like we said, in every relationship, but not micromanaging, but also respecting me enough to, if you have something to say, don't do it in front of, like, employees, because that really, that doesn't help anything. And I also think positive feedback is much better than criticism, 
as a supervisor just in the way that like if you point out I'm not I'm personally not looking to be like oh my god you're ama-. like I don't need somebody like clapping for me uh but knowing what you do well like in my experience that makes Im- at least me makes me want to do it again yeah affirmation yes yeah whereas oh you sent this and incre- like if it's nitpicking you sent this the wrong way it's like if you're picking at least when it's with me, like in my experience, if you're nitpicking at the small things, it's going to make me more anxious for the big thing. Sure. And also, as you said, if you if you only are commenting on the things that you've done poorly and not commenting on the things that you do positively, then it's kind of becomes like an unhealthy relationship as well, too. Or oh, yeah. Healthy supervision. So right. we've talked about respect and trust. We've talked about a supervisor that can be real with you, not only talk about work things, but also talk about personal things, have some banter, have some levity in that relationship. And then we've talked about the importance of positive affirmation and feedback. Yes. Which is super, super important. Yes. I also feel very respected right now at the restaurant, just as somebody who has been in that building for a while, the new management has really given me the chance and just like given me have has put a lot of trust in me as in you know you're an experienced server like i was never called that at the other restaurant you know they sure. they just they put that not even trust in me but they they put that like faith in you know giving me that chance and yeah. i i've done really well and i i appreciate that that's great um again that's effective communication too yes i appreciate this but allowing you to grow i guess cuz i feel like the restaurant that I worked at before, in a sense, some of the managers, obviously not all of them, saw me as the person they did when I was first hired. Right. At 17. Something that I wanted to ask you when we were talking about today's topic, and I think we'll wrap up after this, is right now I'm in the process of, I have three offers, like I said, and Mm -hmm. I'm looking at different things and weighing my options and trying to figure out what, what, opportunity would best for me to take so obviously pay rate is something but something that i wanted to get your thoughts on were when you were looking at i mean you said that you had different your your options were slim because of the way the job market was but what are some of the benefits that a job offers that you might look for or that you find oh wow that's great because i'm looking at those i'm getting those benefit packages right now and i'm like I don't really, you know, everyone gets medical and dental and 401k stuff. But what are the things that, this might be a question for my cousin too. Like how can jobs differentiate between benefits they offer from other companies? 401k obviously is very important to me, but like that's, and insurance was important to me just in the way that I want to stay at this company for a long time. I'm under 26 so I can be on my parents' insurance, which is great. Um. But just in terms of benefit, honestly, paid time off is a big one. Like, how much how much paid time off do you get? Um, I would still say if, if all of those... Because be- you just kind of mentioned it. Benefits are kind of like most companies. A lot of companies have them. Um, have, like, the standard, like you said, like 401k, that type of stuff. So I guess, given that that was the case for me, looking at pay was was very important to me. Well, to go on the benefits thing, and then I'll talk about pay just briefly. I think the benefits thing, where they do differentiate, which you brought up, is the PTO. 
It's how many sick days, how do they do their sick days? How do they do their vacation days? How many holidays do they get off? Do you only get Christmas, Christmas Eve and New Year's? Or do you only get, you know, these specific ones and that's it. And otherwise you're expected to work, you know, all other 363 days of the year, right. you know, including weekends. Um, no, I'm just yeah. kidding. But like, <laughs> I think I think that is a lot of the times where companies differ is in how they do their time off process. But we could talk to my cousin about that, too. I think that would be good. But in terms of pay, I, I don't necessarily want to say what companies offered me, but something that I did think right. about when they were giving me their offers was that I want to make sure that I'm being paid at a rate where again, where you brought up, where I'm respected, like what I'm doing, what my education level is with the experience that I have, is this a rate that I can say, yeah, that makes sense that this is what you can offer me. Right. But I don't and, What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, go. Yeah, I think discussing pay, I know it's, um, I feel like our generation is much more open about that and encouraging of it just sure. in terms, just in order to make sure everybody's getting paid fairly, because if no one's talking about it, they can definitely, like we see, you know, I don't, like you see the glass ceiling, you know, um, in a private space, I would be fine talking about how much I'm paid. I just exactly. don't feel comfortable in a public sphere on a podcast. Right. About it so, right now. But right. if you so want to talk to me about this, absolutely. Like talking to our audience and to you and to Dan and to everybody. But. Right. So what I was going to say is it, uh, it strengthens the glass ceiling to be quiet about it. However, I, and I feel the same way. I'm happy to talk about it one-on-one -on -one with people. However, I don't want to broadcast it to a podcast where anyone can listen. Right. Um, I just don't, that, that's my given reason for yeah. that. But, um, oh, would you look at that? We're out of time. Look at that. Wow. How about that? I don't even have, I'm not even ready. <laughs> I was, I had fun. I like this. Series. I did too. I think I do. Too. I, I want to give Nick some credit here because I think, I mean, him and I kind of collectively came up with the interview Hmm. process episode but sure. the f I, th I think this series nick deserves some credit here because i think having a Thanks. series on on work and what you look for and i think it goes along with our theme you know as you mentioned earlier on in the episode we a theme of our podcast has been how do you enter the working world after college or what are you supposed to do and just just navigating this crazy world of ours and i think getting a job and going through the application process and interviewing and getting hired Going into the minutia of that is, is hopefully helpful for people. So thank you, Nick, for, for encouraging us to do this series. Oh, stop. You shouldn't have. Keep going. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll keep yeah, going. I thought it was very on theme. I mean. <laughs> yes, do it. Do it. My name is Justin Too. And I'm Nick Gervasi. And you can reach us at our email, pointofviewpodcast at gmail.com. And please do so with questions for our 50th episode coming up in a few weeks. Or by sending us a voice message on our website, anchor.fm forward slash pointofview. Do that as well. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at pointofviewpodcast and Twitter at pointofview. If you enjoy our show, give us a rating or review in the Apple Podcast Store or share us with a friend or family member. We'd really appreciate it and are truly grateful for your support. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope it was helpful. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Dan. As always, we hope you, our audience, has a wonderful week. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. And until next time. Oh my god, I just got fired. No, I'm kidding. H. <laughs> Your face.
Can't lose all together. Can't lose. 